This is Melanie and and today we're going to do a little interview about the COVID-19 situation. I know everybody surely is sick and tired of hearing about COVID-19 and all the things that happen caused by it. But yes, I think it, yes, for sure. <laughs> Me too. You too, right? So, uh, yeah, yet today um, we would like to talk a little bit about how the COVID-19 situation um, affected the life in prison. And, yeah, Jory, um, so this is my first question. Yeah, how has COVID-19 affected the program in East Block? Well, it has affected it in many different ways, you know. Most importantly, I would say it affected it is that it has denied people contact with, you know, their family members in a visitor room, the in-person visits. And, uh, you know, most people in here who get visits or even get them, you know, sparingly once a year or once every two years, you know, they look forward to those visits and, you know, spending time with their family because those are the things that, you know, keep people going, keep them fueled and keep their mind right. So I would say that most importantly, that would be one of the ways it affected the program, you know, in individual people. And then another way it has affected the program is it has women, you know. This call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. It has limited our yard time before the COVID outbreak. You know, the whole unit used to go to the yard together every day. Now they have split the unit up into two sides, the yard side and the bay side. And each day one side goes out, you know, so they can try to maintain social distancing. So, you know, that's another way that it has affected the program. And we don't get to go to legal law library no more. That's another way it affected the program. And, you know, those are the most, you know, impactful ways that have been affected the program through the visiting, the yard program, and then access to legal law. Okay. And um, how about, you know, the conditions within the prison? Is the institution keeping prisoners aware of the COVID-19 conditions within the prison? Going on, but you know, after they got 
the situation and the deaths and the sickness, you know, kind of subsided. Then they started passing out these um, COVID newsletters that was informing us about, you know, what we should do concerning washing our hands and, you know, who died, how many people died, how many were sick in the institution, you know, from day to day or week to week. And, uh, you know, they were doing that pretty consistently for a couple months, or I'd say about three or four months, and then they would stop. And right now, at the moment, they're not handing them out anymore, so we don't really know what's going on as far as out there on the main line with COVID. I know within the unit, we haven't had any outbreaks, to my knowledge. And uh, with, you know, over the, I'd say, starting at the beginning of this year, we had a couple people, one or two people who came down with symptoms, but that was about it. But other than that, no major outbreaks. And uh, the people who came down with it were moved out of the unit. But I don't really know too much what's going on on the main line because they're not um, informing us about that. But I do know at the moment, in one of the units, there is an outbreak of the norovirus in the unit. So, you know, they did. Well, they didn't tell us, but we found out that there was a unit on quarantine on the main line for the norovirus. But, you know, we're not getting very good information from in here about you know, what's going on with the uh, coronavirus. Okay, that's that's pretty bad. And, uh, you know, meanwhile, it's also possible to get vaccinations. Um, how about in prison at San Quentin on death row? Um, have prisoners uh, been vaccinated? Yes, prisoners have been vaccinated. I have had both of my jabs. So I'm vaccinated with the Moderna virus. I mean Moderna virus. <laughs> the Moderna vaccine. And, um, you know, pretty much most of the prisoners, I think, in, within East Block, like I said, it's hard for me to speak about the main line, but within East Block, down death row, the majority of people, I think, have been vaccinated. And um, you still have a few people who refuse to be vaccinated. And, Some who just don't want to be vaccinated, they rather hold off, you know, and let herd immunity play out. But yes, they have vaccinated some people here. Okay. And I think, I think, I think right now all the people who want to be vaccinated have had their two jabs. Okay. And and how about the, you know, the staff, the prison staff, um, the COs, are they being vaccinated too? Or do they wear masks well, or something? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they wear masks when when we're out and about moving around. You know, they like to wear masks so we can see them with their mask on because, you know, people complain. But if, you know, like if pretty much if the unit is locked down and you happen to come out to go to a appeal hearing or to go talk to the counselor or something, and you may go down by the desk and you'll see that the CEO's don't have a mask on. But yes, but to my knowledge, more of the COs have been coming around to being vaccinated, but still a lot of them, you know, don't want nothing to do with the vaccination. So, but yeah, I do hear some of them changing their mind, but still some are 
remaining <laughs> okay one quick uh, answer to how has COVID-19 impacted you your fight for life justice and freedom and your work okay so let's talk again yeah. all right <laughs> so everybody just yeah, a second we are back in a few seconds <laughs> second people so hello everybody we are back <laughs> another call and another yeah, question <laughs> oh, yeah. last 60 seconds okay <laughs> we're again um, okay so um, my last question is How has COVID-19 impacted you, your fight for life, justice and freedom, and your work? Yeah, well, it has affected me in many different ways. As far as my work, you know, what I do here in the cell, it really hasn't affected anything because, you know, during the time that we was locked down for a couple months during the COVID when people were sick, You know, I was isolated in the cell, so, you know, I was able to still get my work done and, you know, operate and conduct my business and write and do what, it, do what I do in here. You know, write poetry, write essays, you know, work on essays and all that. You know, outside of me having a bad typewriter at the, at the time, uh, you know, that was the only thing that was affecting it. But, you know, I was still motivated and encouraged to get my work done within the um, cell. But as far as, you know, outside of the prison and, you know, connected with my supporters and trying to create networks and still trying to get an attorney, or well, it was, you know, very difficult because, you know, the COVID pretty much shut down everything, you know, shut down social media to a certain extent and shut down people's motivations to help so it was difficult, you know, to operate under the condition of trying to talk to people and get keep people concerned and aware, knowing that, you know, the pandemic was going on and people were worried about their loved ones and friends and all that, which is, you know, very much understanding because, you know, like them, I was also, you know, worried and concerned for people I love and care for and as well. So, you know... You know, in the part of, you know, being out there in society, I think it had a, you know, very negative effect because it set me back a whole another year for the plans I had for 2020. So, uh, you know, it's difficult to say right now exactly how, is, how it has impacted it, but I think, you know, over time I will be able to answer that question a little a little bit differently because, you know, depending on how 2020, 2021 goes, I think it would give me some insight on what was possible in 2020 that, um, you know, didn't have 
difficult on me. And my mind state, you know, my emotional state and all that. So, you know, trying to deal with that and stay focused and, you know, do what I can to keep the campaign going was uh, very much emotionally draining and mentally taxing. So that right there, I would say that I can measure had the biggest impact on me and, you know, did slow me down a little bit in my thinking and all that. So, yeah, Yeah. that's that's how I think, you know, it impacted me in that way. That that was really bad times, you know. That was really hard. Yeah, it was the worst. Okay. Yes. So yeah, we just had that talk about COVID nineteen, the impacts, vaccinations. Anything else? Yes. <laughs> Do you have any idea what else well, we can talk about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say you know. Now that the, you know, now that the COVID is coming to an end, you know, hopefully oh, yeah. things will be, you know, looking up for me and things will begin to, you know, move forward in a positive way. And, uh, you know, the plans that we have for 2020, hopefully we can implement them during 2021 to yeah. make some investments and, you know, pick up, you know, where we left off. And uh, I would encourage people to, you know, buy the booklet, the poem books, and go to the Mind Merchandise um, shop. This call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. And the mugs and the things of that nature. So, you know, not only are you supporting me, you know, with those items, you can also support your own, you know, friends that are in prison, that are on death row, who are innocent or wrongfully convicted or, you know, have some injustice done to them. You know, the mod brand is not for just the free or joy campaign. It's also for any injustice and innocent people who need justice in the world, be it they are in prison or people who are out on the street who are experiencing it in injustice like you know what's going on with the asian community right now in america you know we support that with the mod brand you know we support you know the black lives matter movement with the mod brand you know any injustices you know we support the you know palestinian lives matter movement going on out there hashtag to them to the palestinian brothers and sisters who experience some you know turmoil you going on in their life over there in palestine so you know any injustice going on around the world you know the mod brand you know is a representation of justice you know violence righteousness and what's right so support that because it is a social justice you know imprint for sure and um i encourage people to you know continue to listen to the podcast and you know get information about me and just hear what i got to say about things going on in the world i got some written pieces that i would like to read once again to y'all to um just make you aware of some of my thoughts about some things going on out there in the world and um i want to encourage people if you know anybody or has contact with anybody who may possibly be able to connect me with a publisher 
so I can publish my Deathflow memoirs. I appreciate it. Or if you know anybody who may be able to connect me with a state habeas corpus attorney, then, you know, do that. Any kind of support, whether great or small, is appreciated. So thank you for everybody listening. Thank you for anything you do for me, supporting me, tweeting for me, posting for me. I appreciate it to everyone, you know, who helps me know that, you know, I sincerely appreciate it. And I'm thankful and grateful for all your help and for everybody who just is my friend and befriended me over the years. Thank you very much. You know, most of y'all know that I love y'all and I care for y'all for, you know, all the support you have given me and the friendships we have built. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ochore. And um, yeah, I would like to add, we have some more interviews and planning. Um, so please, um, yeah. yeah, stay, stay focused. No, not stay focused. <laughs> stay, stay up there. Keep it. <laughs> stay focused. Yeah, stay focused as well. <laughs> No, um, um, keep checking on on the podcast and um, on yeah. on Twitter, on Instagram and Facebook, and um, I'll keep you updated. <laughs> so yeah, talk yeah. to you again soon. And I say, we say free Ochore. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was not at the same time. <laughs> that, that wasn't in sync, uh, but, we, but we got the message across. So. Yeah, I guess so too. <laughs> All right, so bye-bye, uh, everybody. Stay safe and healthy. Talk to you soon again. <laughs> bye. Yeah, stay, safe and, stay safe and healthy. Stay masked up and you know, be safe on your journey. Bye-bye. <laughs> Okay. Could I take a lot to drag me away from you? Less than a hundred men or more.